Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Giants podcast with two-time Super Bowl winner Carl Banks and the voice of the Giants, Bob Papa. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Papa, two-time Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, folks, the holidays are coming. Get your Tell-A-Friend t-shirt, shop.believe.com. Make a great gift for your buddies. Carl, we got Washington. It's the Legacy Weekend. They're going to be wearing the cool uniforms of your era. Does it get any better than doing it against Washington? I know it was fun when they did it earlier this season, but the uniforms against Washington are the real ticket because that really harkens back some memories. No, it does, and it it you get I get goosebumps thinking about it because of all the symbolism of this game, this point in the season. Both teams are playing for something, and the era of football when those games meant something, those uniforms were part of defining, or it was was a it had a formative impact on you know, how fans saw Giants football and how Giants football, uh, the phrase Giants football has come to uh, to exist. And so there's so many special things and meaningful things about the legacy weekend this weekend because it's Washington, because uh, these were meaningful games, those uniforms meant a lot uh, in those games. And so I am just thrilled and and just I get goosebumps thinking about you know this time of year and wearing those uniforms so it's going to be fun to watch yeah it is it's going to be great and the Giants have to stop a trend because they got swept by Washington last year and that was the first time that Washington swept the Giants since 2011 that's right folks the year that the Giants won Super Bowl 46 I had forgotten all about this they actually got swept by Washington that year but look, this is um, this is a make or break time. With it's almost like the playoffs are kind of starting right now, Carl. In the sense that you play Washington, Philadelphia, Washington over the next three weeks, and when you take a look at the landscape of this division, you know the last thing you want to do is uh, the last thing you want to do is start dropping division games to a team that you're going to be competing for a playoff spot with. So. First order business is win this game at home, and then you move forward to Philadelphia. Yeah, you can't you can't win the season uh, in one game. They just have to focus on this one, then go to the next one. It's okay um, to talk about what's in front of them. They've earned that. So I don't think it's taboo for a coach to say, look, you're playing for something. These games are meaningful. This gives us a chance to get closer to our goal. Um, it's not the end all be all, uh, to keep harping on playoffs. I don't think this team, uh, will be any more or less motivated knowing that they are in contention, uh, for playoffs. I think that's what they, they've earned. So, but, but fans feel comfortable. It's okay to say the word playoff now. Um, it's, you're looking right at it. And this is something that, incentivizes this team go for it Carl we're gonna see in this game 
we're going to see some of the best defensive linemen yeah. in the NFL. Like, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, the most pressures generated by interior defensive linemen this season, Jonathan Allen of Washington has 40. Mm-hmm. You know who's second? Payne. Dexter Lawrence with oh, 36. Wow. wow, that's beautiful. So, I mean, and Montez Sweat's got 24 hits on the quarterback. They're expecting to have Chase Young back. Deron Payne, Leonard Williams, which kind of leads us to, like, this game's all about who wins the line of scrimmage because both of these teams play the same profile. They want to run the ball and play it a certain way. That's that's fitting of a game like this. This is your typical lunch pail game. And um, people ask, well, was Dallas your most hated rival? Uh, Was the Eagles your most hated rival? You probably hated those guys, but your most respected rival and you knew the toughest game on your schedule for years during this legacy era of the Giants was the Washington then called Redskins because you matched up well. The Super, and Just look at it this way. We owned the 80s. The Super Bowl went through with the exception of um, Chicago one year. Washington, New York, and um, San Francisco. So when you, you, you could hate the other rivals, but the team that you was your barometer was the Washington, then Redskins, Commanders now. It, I mean, and, and I, I don't think for a hated opponent, I think they hated us more than we hated them. Um, and I found that out when I went there that, miserable fucking year but um there was not a team people don't even remember that you were there that. for a year yeah as i said miserable they just think year. banks went from the giants to belichick to, and the brown belichick yeah but that game that was your lunch pail game and those were and i'm sure these players will say the same thing when you got to go against the likes of of uh, men up front uh, with that Washington uh, defensive front, they were men. Like, you respect the hell out of them. You was a lunch pail day. You want to go smack them in the face for sure. But um, they are your most respected opponent because they're going to play you tough, little no frills. And here's the f- funny thing about it. They don't have a quarterback that um, lights it up to the likes of what we we saw last night. I don't even think they put Heineke in the uh, Mac Jones category yet, but yet, but yet his players play hard for him. Uh, They catch the balls. He throws to them. He's a resourceful quarterback and they rally around him. That's basically Washington football. Um, You know, I don't think outside of Joe Theismann and, you know, they had some good quarterbacks there, but, they were never the best quarterbacks ever in the league. And Schrader, Doug Williams. I mean, they yeah, had well, D- Doug took good. him to a Super Bowl. Correct. But outside of Doug and Joe Theismann, they had good players at quarterback, but they had players who could get their teams to play for them. And that's what Taylor Heineke is right now. You know, it just seems like he sparks them, and they've got two good runners that were going to be a problem for a lot of teams. And listen, it's the NFL. Um, 
they're going to be a hard out no matter how you look at it. They're not going to lay down uh, and you're going to have to beat them. And that's what you know. It's what you found out even when they were losing with Carson Wentz. They were never an easy out. Well, listen, I mean, uh, Heineke's playing to a certain profile. Uh, you mentioned the two running backs, Brian Robinson, the rookie out of Alabama, and then uh, Antonio Gibson. So they got a nice combo. And then, listen, Terry McLaurin is a very underrated player. If he if he played for a bigger brand, yeah, a bigger brand team, uh, people would know who he is because the guy is absolutely fantastic. Um, he's eighth in the NFL in receiving yards. He's acrobatic he's fast he's a tremendous route runner he's and then they have some other good receivers too so and he's competitive too McCurlin is competitive so again they are they are built they're built for the nfc um built for the east and look you you're gonna have to respect them it's not their their record and who they are their physical makeup they are they're different. They're different, um, especially within the division. So you're going to have to respect what they're doing. Like you said, aside from Gibson, they've got um, good wide receivers. And again, the, the quarterback, he's not going to impress you with a lot of things. Doesn't drive the ball hard out, you know, in, into the into the boundaries. Uh, he throws some floaters up there. Somehow it gets there, though. <laughs> it gets there and they catch it for him. That's the thing about it. Like you'll look at him. If you saw the ball leave his hands and didn't know who was on the other side, catching it or the other end of that pass, you'll be like, well, wow, that's going out of bounds or well, that's going to hit the dirt. And yet the drive just continues because they, they play hard for him and he's effective. I saw this stat on Twitter um, from the entertainer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how accurate it is, but it does kind of make sense. According to this stat that's out there about drop passes, uh, Daniel Jones, one out of every 16 of his passes gets dropped, according mm -hmm. to this stat that I saw. Again, I don't know the source of all of it. But in comparison, for instance, Geno Smith, one out of every 44 passes gets dropped. Right. Um, you know, Derek Carr, one out of every 43 passes, Jalen Hurts, one out of every 29 passes. So, so you know, one out of 16, that's one, that's one per drive. Yeah. That's, think that's, about that's it. too many drops, man. They had, they had, so if they you had a 16 play man. drive in, um, well, no, it'd be more than 16 because you're not going to throw 16 plays in a row, but you get into a long drive and you might need a key pass caught and a guy comes up and drops it well, how many times have we seen it this year yeah, yeah. a lot of big third downs jones is four and one lifetime against washington uh he's got a quarterback rating of 100 um he's got some long runs against him he's got a 49 yarder a 46 yarder um but to me carl they got to get saquon barkley going now as of this recording it looks like they're getting a bunch of people back for this game. And I think Daniel Bellinger, if he can go along with Evan Neal, those would be huge additions for this football team because Barkley's numbers have waned since Bellinger went out. He's a really good blocker. He can hurt you in the pass game. 
and uh, it just gives them more depth at that position. So I think some reinforcements are on the way as of this recording, and I think that bodes well for the Giants if they can start getting a little healthier than what they yeah. rolled out there in Dallas. You want Barkley to get going, but as a whole, you want the running game to get going. You want the running game to have some impact here, which it means they're going to have to have at least 30 to 35 rushes a game just to keep mm -hmm. this offense on on track and to kind of tame that pass rush. What else are you looking at in this game, Carl? Uniforms. Yeah, uniforms. No, I, I'm I'm looking what I'm looking at is what we saw in Dallas, some of the good things we saw, second level uh linebackers, like I said, they had one in a row. I'm looking forward to seeing if they can consistently do what they did last week in their run fits because again they got a big a, a very uh competent run game and again just fit where you're supposed to be even if you get blocked in the hole your guys are going to make tackles um Darius Slayton I want to continue to see him make that contribution um and that's where I'm at man I I'm, I'm just looking forward to this game because it's it yes it's a game plan game but this is kind of an attitude game. This Washington, New York, at each state of their franchises, this is an attitude game. Because Washington, uh, Rivera has Washington believing that uh, they're in it, which they are. And uh, Coach Debo has his players believing that there's, a, that there's a, a lot in front of them if they can get it done. So this is going to be fun. It is. I got a, I got an interesting little nugget that I want to share uh, from some of my research with our viewers slash listeners. But first, basketball is back. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, matchups, player info, game trends, bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering, bet online features live betting, free contests, giveaways, Hey, NHL, NFL, NBA, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. Bet online where the game begins. You know, Carl, Washington, they haven't given up over 21 points in eight straight games, but they do, they do give up big plays. They've given up mm -hmm. a whopping 17 pass plays of over 30 yards. Like the giants have given up seven. Most teams are at like between seven and 10 at this point in the year, maybe 11. They've given up 17 and they've also given up some big runs. Um, they've given up nine runs of over 20 yards this year. So I think there's some plays to be had. I think Kenny Galladay has to make a play at some point. They hey, need him to make just... a play. He just needs to stay available and ready to go because it it's he's going to have to matter. Um, the thing about Washington, though, which is similar to a lot of teams in the NFL, they have a certain area of the field where they're really good and where it counts, and that's the red zone. Their red zone defense is good. That's why you give up those plays, and um, they can stop you in the red zone. So this is where guy like Darius Slayton, finish, finish. If you got a big play, finish it in the end zone. Don't finish it at the five because it's not going to be a cakewalk to get in the end zone from there. So no, you got to finish. 
you know, they're red, they're tied for 13th in red zone defense. But if you look at their red zone defense in this streak over the last six or seven games, Mm -hmm. it's a lot better. Some of those numbers are stacked from earlier in the year when they weren't playing sure. as well. And they're number two in the NFL in goal-to-goal defense. Teams only score touchdowns in goal-to-goal situations at 52% against them. So I think you're 100% right. Now, the Giants have done fairly well in the red zone. Uh, they're 11th so far this year. So, um, I listen, I, this is going to be a fun game. I think both these teams play to the same profile. Um, it's going to be a little nasty. This is the eighth time in the Super Bowl era that a team will face the same opponent in back-to-back games because Washington has a bye next week while the Giants mm-hmm. play Philadelphia, and then they host the Giants. Um, have you been swept up in the OBJ news? No. 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 Um, we're gonna, we're, we'll all find out when we find out. I think the bigger question, and, and I am – I am relatively certain that if Odell Beckham Jr. is healthy, uh, he can help anybody. So he would be a big help to the Giants, how they worked it out. Uh, I am hopeful. Um, But the question is, when will he work out? When will teams see what that looks like? Fans get excited with um, the last OBJ that they've seen. And um, I know he's a he's a maniac working out, but teams will do their own due diligence in that in that regard. And um, if it works out, he will be a big plus. But I'm not caught up into the, um, the hysteria. Yeah. yeah, well, the hysteria. I'm not even the drama. I think he's he's a hell of a football player, and he will help any team. But I'm I'm not going to be the one who jumps up and down and says, get it done, get it done. I think the teams will be smart about it and uh, make sure that what they're signing up for, meaning in terms of uh, his skill set, uh, that down is still to the cash. And making cash the right king. Making the right decision. Anything else to get off your chest before we? Uh... No, nah, that's it. All right, that's it. Well, just listen. It's going to be electric in that building on Sunday. You, the Giant fans that go to the games, have made it. As Carl asked you this summer, it can't be an Airbnb anymore for the other teams, and it has not been. So it's fun going to work when it's excited like that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, it is a home. I forgot. The Legacy game. You know, there we restocked those Legacy uh, sweaters, the red jacket, everybody's asking about the red starter jacket. So if you're going to the game, you can buy it at the Giants fan shop. If you're not going to the game, you may be poop out of luck. Oh, man. And my dad has one of those in the closet. All right, I got to go. I got to go. Coach Davis go, go, go. is waiting. Goodbye. All right, tell a friend to tell a friend. Believe in Giants. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.